0: Welcome to the Gospel Truth Project podcast. I'm your host Jason Cooper, and I have here with me my co-host. It's me. It's Dylan. It's me. Can you imagine someone's name was actually me? Oh
1: my gosh! Well, like... there is a name. I am.
0: Right. Yes, I am. <laughs> I don't know about a guy, but definitely something. <laughs> I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Can you a imagine really just be like? Man. Right. Can you imagine just be like? Uh, what's your name? Me? Yes, me. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I
1: think, well, I got, like, family. What's, uh, Ming Ming. It's close to me, me. Yeah, Ming
0: Ming. Yeah, yeah. So how are you I'm, doing today? Like, how how are you feeling?
1: Oh, I'm feeling super awesome. Just running around. Uh, some people might know, Halloween is next Monday. So for Ooh. youth group, we're doing, like, a counter- halloween of like bible dressed up Mm -hmm. and i had to run around and go get a bunch of stuff today and i just had to sit down and relax for a little bit and get this going with Mm -hmm. you and so i'm like okay let's relax for a little bit take a breath talk about our uh our subject today which is uh Mm a construction of the bible Mm -hmm. uh which is a big thing that i've seen a lot um but we'll get into that more. How are you doing, Jason?
0: I'm doing good. Um, I you just made me realize that we probably should do a Halloween episode to talk about Halloween in general. Dude, but we Dude. we might have a podcast coming out on Halloween. <laughs> just, be just kind saying. Of fun. I know it would be fun. Like it's a it's a good topic because a lot of Christians have back and forth feelings about Halloween mm. and uh, in general and. Um, no, they're good points. And it's good to talk about and just kind of discuss from a biblical standpoint what are we looking at and what are we talking about? So,
1: well, I think you we know, have... me. I like free candy. It does not really about anything else.
0: How gave you cavities? No. <laughs> so, but... I already have them. <laughs> right. So, yeah, uh, doing good. And like Dylan said, um, our podcast this week, like we explained last week, is that we wanted to talk about Bible deconstruction. As that is growing more so popular as a topic, and you can see it on social media a lot more, you see it on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Instagram Reels, Snapchat, uh, just in general, people are more and more coming out saying, oh, deconstructed the Bible. So we're going to talk about what that is. And... Um, you know, how it can be dangerous because it is dangerous. I mean, there's a reason for it. And we'll talk about how and it all fits into everything going on right now. And as Christians, is that something that we do or do we talk against it? Or what what is it? What is our position in mm-hmm. this whole movement that's happening out of postmodernism? Um, so it's a really good topic. I like it. We've been excited to talk about this topic, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like I think it was last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I saw a lot of it. Uh, just on social media, and I was going like, "What is going on?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "I want to talk about this." And of course, yeah. you know, you can't just something that goes. There's a lot of lot of content behind this that we'll get into uh, in the upcoming hour. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot that's going on with this. I've seen uh, even people in leadership mm-hmm. kind of dive into this a little bit or a lot, um, and. I'll just stay I, I mean, my opinion is basically is that, um, well, I should just maybe get into what it is first before I just start sharing my opinion. Mm. Um, it's just the basic theory that text the text is uh, up for interpretation that it doesn't mean what it, exactly what it means. There's meanings behind it. I mean, that like you know, it talks about like oh, well, when they're talking about this, what they really mean is mm. you know. Uh, it's a theory. It's not really real. You know, the text isn't, you know, this exactly what it means. And mm-hmm. uh, I've seen it a lot. Like Sonny was trying to say that with Jacob and Esau, that, uh, you know, Jacob was a trans person because he believed, you know, he was hairy and he wanted to stay in the kitchen with mom. And mm-hmm. it's, it's interpretation of the Bible with uh, and de- deconstructed to make it work with the, the times and right. things that, you know, not, had nothing to do with this time in general, but just the way they wanted to fit in. And uh, I don't agree with it, but we're going to talk about it and yep. have a discussion. And I'm open to hearing people's thoughts and what yep. you have to say. If you do, if you're wanting to say that, like, I like the deconstruction, that's fine. Um, i love to hear your opinions on why you think that. Um, like, I, like we would say every week, um, we have our own opinions, but we are open to hearing your opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not here to judge. We are here to love on you, and just give you our opinion and to inform
0: people. Mm-hmm. So, first off, we do want to say, what is it? Then Dylan handled it, uh, the definition okay. pretty decently. Too- mm. And uh, so I'll, I'll add on. I'll add on. Deconstructionism is basically a theory of textual criticism or interpretation that denies there's any single correct meaning or interpretation of a passage or text Um, at the heart of deconstructionist theory of uh interpretation of two primary ideas first is the idea that no passage or text can possibly convey a single reliable consistent and coherent message to everyone who reads or hears it the second is that the author who wrote the text is less responsible for the piece's content than are the impersonal forces of culture such as language and the author's unconscious ideology. Therefore, the very basic tenets of deconstructionism are contrary to clear teaching of the Bible that absolute truth does exist and we can indeed know it. And that's kind of an overview, right? Mm -hmm. We have verses that kind of touch up on the topic. We have verses, verses like Galatians 2, four through five that say my concern was because of the false brothers those people who masquerading as christians who had been secretly smuggling or smuggled in to the community of believers they had slipped into the spy on the freedom which we have in jesus christ in order to bring us back into bondage under the law of moses but we do not yield to them even for a moment so that the truth of the gospel would continue to remain with you in its purity um post-modernism, has brought on the denial of the existence of absolute truth this is a very self-contradictory thing to say if you don't know because no one can rationally deny absolute truth because to do so you are forced to state an absolute truth (laughs) so if someone claims that there is no absolute truth then you ask are you absolutely sure about that because if they say yes and they have made a statement contrary contradictory to the very premise of their argument i i think that's interesting to me <laughs> like
1: yeah it's very interesting um i think we just get caught up too much now in the way the world is and that's affected sure. the way that people believe where it's like i think a lot of what i hear and it's like what's what my truth is mm-hmm. and i think the Bible itself and God himself is very black and white. This is what it is. There are certain things like, you know, if you read like Psalms and in translations where it can be up to t- interpretation. Like I look at like where uh it talks about the colorful cloak and that is given. uh Joseph. Joseph. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I always want to say Jacob, but I know it's not Jacob because I know Joseph. <laughs> didn't, you know, I know Joseph was Joseph wasn't a res- wrestler, um, but so my thing with that is like it talks about Joseph. It talks about he got received a a rainbow cloak. That's the interpretation that we have received through the Greek and Hebrew, mm-hmm. but the actual translation, because in Greek, I believe it's in Greek, or maybe in Hebrew. The, it's the same meaning. It was just of more royalty. I don't know of, of ranking, and what that would have actually translated into instead would have been uh, a shirt or uh, a t-shirt because with sleeves, because mm-hmm. only the wealthy back then had sleeves. Right, um, and the most people said, "You're rocking the cut off, suns so out, guns mm-hmm. out." Like, but that's more or less like that stuff is up to like. Is different than saying, "Well, um, you know, you know." Like I was saying, Jacob and Esau. Jacob was was a feminine man and possibly homosexual because he liked to cook. Right. It's like he's a guy. Most chefs, by the way, <laughs> who work in a professional chefs are men. It's not right. It's it's not designated to one gender. It's it's very silly. Right. Right, I wouldn't say
0: cooking yeah. is to any gender. It's just, if you like um, that, do, do that, then do it. Yeah. Like, that's
1: it. Yeah, you in my household, I, you know, I think the men do more cooking than the women.
0: Yeah, and that's...
1: Now, if, exactly I know, great. my sister's going to listen to this, and she's going to call me out, because I probably do <laughs> <laughs> way less cooking than mean, she does. Um, well, I mean, she's she's a good cook. I mean, everybody knows mm-hmm. how to cook, I think. But she will still get, you know, crap.
0: For not Mm. probably being the best but it's fine i make a good meatloaf and that's all that matters yeah the uh king of dreams is a good thing to bring up joseph because joseph is from genesis and uh genesis 37 and uh genesis is written in hebrew so just to kind of go back and reiterate you were asking about that it's in it was written in hebrew um
1: yeah that's what i said i was completely right see
0: yeah yeah see (laughs) So um, at the heart of a deconstructionist, they think that they can discover a personal or social motivation behind what Scripture says and therefore can determine what is really being said. Uh, The result is a subjective interpretation of the passage in question. Uh, Instead of accepting what the Bible actually says, the deconstructionist is arrogant enough to think that they can determine the motive behind what was written and come up with the real or hidden meaning of the text. By saying that they have discovered the true meaning behind the passages, they are, claiming, they are claiming an absolute truth about the very subject they say that has no absolute truths. Again, it comes back to like you're claiming something that contradicts what you're claiming, right? Um, 1 Corinthians 3 18 to 20 talks about this, actually, which is funny enough. Let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you think that he is wise in this age, let him become a fool, discarding his worldly pretensions and acknowledging his lack of wisdom, so that he may become and become truly wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolishness, absurdity, and stupidity before God. for as written in Scripture, he is the one who catches the wise in clever and clever in their craftiness. And again, the Lord knows the thoughts of the humanly wise that they are useless. Um oh yeah right no, I mean,
1: <laughs> it's like i've been saying the past couple weeks and youth you're talking about because talking about who jesus is that's what mm-hmm. i'm talking teaching right now uh and one thing i was talking about was how he is protector he is our shepherd and i was saying that mm-hmm. we are sheep i'm like oh we're sheep i'm like no, no no it means that we're stupid mm-hmm. i'm like we are we are dumb Compared yeah. to the all-knowing God, we are we are not smart. We are no, we are, we are we are nothing. I was comparing that to we are like sheep, and like sheep are so stupid that the shepherd has to go up and take vaseline or an oil of sorts and stick it up the nostrils of the sheep, because if not, flies will go in there and lay eggs inside their brain. right. the kids, the kids are like, well, why don't they, why doesn't the sheep do anything? It's like, because it's too dumb to even go and blow its nose.
0: Right, it to doesn't feel better. A slide out,
1: right? To rub it in the grass, to do anything, right? I'm going like that. Is Jesus? He has to say that he protects us like sheep, but he's also a little backhanded, maybe in a sense, calling us dumb.
0: <laughs> like you think he's you may know us not as wise, uh, what not as wise yes. As, as? Yes, he, saying that court. you
1: you need us. He exactly. is our shepherd. He he watches over us, protects us. Mm-hmm. in that we do not have an idea what is good for us because if it's for us we let the flies go inside our brains mm-hmm. and deconstruct our brains I mean uh, decompose our brains
0: <laughs> deconstruct <laughs> good topic point <laughs>
1: you know like it, it's, you know are not supposed to go people a fool because it says something called something a fool in the bible um, mm-hmm. you know I think that's what. where is it at I forget where it's at. But then there's
0: a. Is Robert. it Romans? They're talking about Romans, don't they? Something about a fool? I don't know. Maybe would be wrong. Uh, Romans, Romans 1 or... 21 to 22, I think. To- I think that's what you're referencing. If Oh,
1: for I, for every. Oh, yeah, no, no. It's for. Even though they know, knew God as the creator, they do not honor him and give him thanks for the wondrous creation. Let me
2: look at it. Um.
1: On the contrary, they become worthless and they're thinking godless without with pointless reasoning and silly speculations. And their foolish heart was darkened, claiming to be wise, they became fools.
0: That's right. Yeah, I thought that was what you were referencing. I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'm
1: that's like, nice. I, There's something about foolishness and fools. And this this another verse that says, Don't call somebody a fool because it is, um. It is. It is something testable, and I or something like that. I forget.
0: Um, Romans twelve six. Let's live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, conceited, self important, exclusive. But associate with humble people. Those with a realistic self view. Do not overestimate yourself.
1: Yeah, and then do not call them a fool for, they are something that for maybe they are not as far as their something about that. I can't remember.
0: We'll have to look it up uh, during this episode while we're talking. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, to kind of get back on topic, though, deconstructionists uh, do not study the Bible in order to find out the meaning intended by the writer, but to Mm -hmm. attempt to discern the cultural and social motives behind what was written. They are only limited in their interpretation by their imagination. Therefore, to deconstructionists, There is no right or wrong interpretation and the meaning of the text becomes whatever the reader wants it to be. I'm assuming this is what you've been seeing, Mm -hmm. right? Yes.
1: Uh, I've seen it where people are like, well, I've, I've heard it. Um, As well as things. It's like, well, mm, the Bible doesn't really talk about homosexuality. Uh, that's completely fine. we does it say? It's not okay. Mm. And, and then talks about, you know, I heard them say, uh, I heard someone say, Oh, you know, is it premarital sex is fine. You know, it doesn't really no. say that. I, I'm going like, <laughs> yes, it does. It does. <laughs> and I'm like, this is with another, another leader. I believe at one point was saying something like this. And I was going like, wait, what, what did you just say? Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but the Bible is very clear, like, new right. and old. That's what they're trying to say. Well, the New Testament is this, Old Testament is this. I'm like, okay, but, like, there's Leviticus 18, Leviticus 20. I mean, that's old. Then Romans 1.26, right. 1 Corinthians 6 9, and 1 Timothy 1 through, 1 verse 10 i uh, I'll talk about that. I there's over 31 people... scriptures. 31 right. scriptures that say it's not okay, but we can't. It's like, I'm like, and I said something like, oh, then they switched the subject and I'm like, what? No, like if we're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. I'm trying to understand why the reason for saying that and where they don't, I mean, they didn't have any scripture to back it up. Mm -hmm. I was
0: going to create an argument because
1: I'm not trying uh, to, because they're a friend.
0: Right. I think, uh, I think what we need to do is one of these episodes, just talk about over overall sexuality. Because I think a lot of Christian podcasts, as well as Christian preachers, do not like to talk about sexuality in general. I'd because, rather not get canceled. I'm okay getting canceled on the sixth episode or whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> It'll be the seventh. So that way, completion. Right.
0: right seven. Be- yeah, exactly. It'll be the shortest podcast to ever hit the internet. But, um, oh, okay. we'll take it off real quick. If I I, 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 you know, It's something that I've studied a lot, and it's something that I'm sure you have as well and uh, mm-hmm. sexuality in general is something I like to talk about because I do have friends that, um, oh, you know, yeah. do these things and practice these things across the board. And it's a good subject to talk about. And I've talked to them about it as well. And, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay to disagree and it's just, let's talk about it. But
1: 100, like,
0: we, and we will get to that. We will get to that. I think about
1: how we have, you know,
0: but we're getting just, off topic
1: again. <laughs> I know, but this is, you know, thinking about it. We do have, uh, you know, I think a handful of people that we went to Youth Group with, you know, that have, you know, had struggles with that or have gone through things with that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so like it, it, we've seen it. Like, so we know, and we've, and like, you know, we're still friends with them. Like, there's mm-hmm. nothing that's changed. It's just we have different beliefs on that. We can still discuss it and still come together with common ground. Yeah. I um, think
0: discussion is always good. It's always good to discuss. As soon as discussion stops, grow?
1: that's when it, that's when it stops. That's right. when nothing beneficial comes out of it. And it's no longer, uh, I mean, it just becomes more evil and more cynical. Mm-hmm. The way people become when there's no longer discussion and it becomes more personal. Yeah. Instead of this being a friendly conversation. Um, But back to the deconstruction, um, did you want to say something?
0: Yeah. um, So by talking everything we talked about so far, um, there's other philosophies that come out of postmodernism, which is kind of what we're in right now, is a lot of postmodernist idealism. Um, Deconstructionism celebrates human autonomy and determines truth by the intellect of man, right? Therefore, according to the postmodern thinker, all truth is relative, and there is no such thing as an absolute truth. And at the heart of postmodernism and deconstructionism is pride. That's at the heart of it. Saying that, you know... Wait, is well, it I'm bad? to not-
2: you have pride?
0: Actually, there's a lot of verses on pride. First uh, John 2.16... Yeah, the
1: Bible doesn't talk about that. You need, right? I, No. This is the be prideful and proud.
0: <laughs> right, First John two sixteen. The fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance are the way of evil and perverted speech. I hate. You know Romans twelve sixteen. Okay, but
1: well show me another verse. Oh, you're showing another verse. Never mind.
0: <laughs> Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, conceited, self-important, exclusive, but associate with humble people. Those real yeah, don't be haughty. Realistic, right, realistic self-view. Don't overestimate yourself. Every time I hear, it, I'm like howdy. Just- howdy, howdy. Um uh, Proverbs, t-shirts
1: right there.
0: I know, right? Don't be. Oh, there's
1: an idea, idea. <laughs> that could be oh, our, a shirt right there.
0: Do you have a? Do you have Proverbs sixteen five up by chance?
1: Proverbs, Proverbs sixteen Proverbs. five. I got some Hebrews. I got some Yeshua.
0: Uh, Hebrews copy. Not, not yet. We, uh,
1: Proverbs sixteen eighteen or 29? Oh, 16,
0: five. Sixteen 5.
1: 16, five? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. All right, hold up. I think I got this. Hold up. I'm right there. I'm right there. I was right there in Proverbs. Uh, everyone who is arrogant in the heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, you're funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, arrogant in the heart is an abomination imbal- to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. Well, dang it.
0: How hardcore is
1: that? Like, You're <laughs> was, arrogant you're was, in your heart or an
3: abomination?
1: Well, good thing I'm not really arrogant in the heart. I act like I am, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> I have like, all this self-confidence. I'm a little arrogant, but in, in the heart, it's mm-hmm. I am nowhere.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, Proverbs 11.2 says it too When pride comes boiling up with arrogant attitude of self-importance then come dishonor and shame but with the humble, the teachable who have been chiseled by trial and who have learned to walk humbly with God, there is wisdom and soundness of mind Ooh. Yeah. It's
1: like Proverbs 29.23 like it says in the notes too When pride comes boiling up
0: the same verse. It's, oh it's, i that no no the notes are wrong <laughs> yeah i know i wanted to read it
1: because i thought it'd be fun
0: oh it's gone now how am i gonna read it again I, I have notes up and we go back and forth on them but you know i uh messed up on one so of them. It's we can, okay. so we
1: can try to follow along and have something where it's not just you know an hour-long rabbit trail all right um, <laughs> but then proverbs 16 18 is that correct when pride comes boiling up yeah uh, Again,
0: no, it's not. It's on
2: here three times.
0: <laughs> here, you can read that one. Proverbs 29, 23. 23.
1: Huh? One's pride will bring him low, but he who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor. Ooh, hold up! One's pride will mm-hmm. bring him low, but he
2: who is lowly in spirit will obtain honor yep Ooh, that's
1: a powerful verse right there
0: no it's um i like that it's even better if you actually read when it says pride anytime it says pride in um hebrew pride is associated with something else um pride is associated with sense of self-importance so anytime you see the word pride in Hebrew, it's pride and, and self and sense of self-importance. So it's that whole thing as pride because, you know, English language doesn't really have much for context, but Hebrew language and Greek both have a lot of context in, involved in uh, their translation. Um, so a lot of times when you see those words like pride or humble or spirit, et cetera, there's a lot more context there. Right, or hottie. <laughs> There's a lot more context there. <laughs> um, I'm yeah, going to try to
1: throw that word in like eight times that during youth group. Mm-hmm. I just know it now because you're like, what do you mean? I'm like,
0: exactly. Hottie. Um, but this goes right into what we the next part of our topic is don't do not take things at face value. Donuts. Because, yeah, donuts. Well, um, that's
1: tricky related right there.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> guys, I mean, uh, okay, uh, real quick, real quick. Side note, sidebar. Sidebar. So,
1: those who go to church, maybe mm-hmm. you have donuts, maybe you don't. But it's important that everybody knows that donuts are biblical, they can be found in the Bible. Oh, no. Um, they, no, 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 this is not deconstruction here. This is a straight facts. Okay, so some of you may know in the desert for 40 years, what did God provide from the sky?
0: Manna.
2: What is manna? Sweet um, dough from above. Now tell me that ain't a donut. <laughs> amazing. Uh, I mean,
0: if, I know what if it you, me, actually. Here's the thing: <laughs> there's a theory, right? There's a theory that. Uh, Manna is also known as the sap of the tamarisk tree. Mm. Um, In in Calabria and and Sicily, Italian farmers cut the bark of the flowering ash to get the dried sap, the only domestic form of what they still call today a lot of times is manna. And um, mm-hmm. that theory was is that the name originated from back then when those trees were found and the sap was leaking out and they were eating it and it had a sweet flavor to it and it was just the sap of a tamarisk tree.
1: Wow. Well, I still will always refer to donuts as manna donuts,
0: <laughs> and,
1: and donuts were in the Bible, right? I know it's. I mean, it's probably. I mean, that's not what it is. It's probably very similar to it, right? <laughs> So that's where for, like, uh, well, you know, Danny, one of our good close friends, um, mm-hmm. he he's always said that, and I mean, he's a jokester, a kidster. He's like, no, 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 donuts, they're biblical. That's why they're at church, too. <laughs> it's manna. I'm manna, like, like, dang, I can't argue with that. Like, I think it's, you know, a little deconstruction, different. but. No.
0: <laughs> right. The the manna, the, the word itself means what is, what What's is it? it? What is it? Right, and then they didn't uh, have the word "dart" yet. Manna was also referred to in the Bible as the bread of heaven, corn of heaven, angels' food, and spiritual meat. Those have all been referred to by uh, when it's talking about manna. So there's a lot of different ways to talk about manna. That's a good sidebar, though. That's fun.
1: I mean, it's it's a little goofy thing, but you know.
0: Great. Right. <laughs> so.
1: Is ADHD person right there.
0: That was fantastic. I love talking about that stuff. That's cool. Um, so to get back on track, do not take things yes. at face value. Most ideologies yes. that believe that there are many interpretations of the Bible are because people take things at face value rather than studying and learning the original definitions to add more context to many verses, like we just explained mm-hmm. as well. Um, so let's say someone's reading just the Message Bible, which if you don't know, there's, there's two major... I'd say three. I'll say three. There's three major translations of the Bible. One, which is the interpretive, which just kind of explains like, hey, this is what you should see it as. This has been explained to where you can understand it. Anybody picking up can read it and understand it. Then there's the the definitive. I call it a definitive, but Mm -hmm. it's just basically saying like, this is what it translates to without the extra context needed. You get the point if it says pride rather than pride and sense of self-worth. Because um, in English, we can take pride as the whole thing. And then there's the explanative, which the explanative, which which I call it that because it goes in depth and adds all the context and takes a long time reading because there's so much added context for all these different words that came from Hebrew and Greek that have a lot of context. So, mm-hmm. for example, in the Message Bible, Romans 6, to 23, but now that you've found you don't have to listen to sin to tell you what to do and have discovered the delight of listening to God telling you, what a surprise, a whole, healed, put-together life right now with more and more of the life on the way. Work hard for sin and your whole life, and you'll pension is death. But God's gift is real life, eternal life, delivered by Jesus, our Master. That right there is just, you know, I'm going to just tell you how it is. It's interpretive. So that way you can read it. But how different is it from like something that goes into like explanatory, like explanative or whatever? Um, For example, amplified same verses, right? The exact same verses.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: But now since you have been set free from sin and have become willing slaves to God, you have benefit resulting in sanctification being made holy and set apart for God's purpose. And the outcome of this is eternal life. The wages of sin is death but the free gift of God that is his remarkable, overwhelming gift of grace to believers is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. So you can see that they both give the same message, right? But if you just read the first one at face value, it's really easy to just look at it and be like, oh, you have listened to the sin to tell you what to do, but you just you discovered the light of listening to God telling you. But this in the actual translation is like you have become willing slaves to God. And people mm. don't like that word, but it means that uh, servitude, right? Sleeves in yeah. Greek is uh, duolo. Uh, uh, doilo. I think it's doilo. To give doilo. myself
1: holy. Ho- no, it's to give myself holy to one's needs and service. Hmm? Makes myself a bondman to them. It's basically being bondage, not. But not in the same way that we know it to be nowadays.
0: Right. It's Well, exactly. It was more of, said, a, of a, yeah. To give myself wholly to one's needs and services. Willingly.
1: It's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not. Like if, somebody, if somebody had saved your life or something you're in, you know, you're indebted to them with your life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, stuff like that. And it's more or less like I think of what's that one? Is it a video game? Never mind. I re- oh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's, you know, where somebody saves your life and they're like, oh, I'll serve you. I'll be there and help. I, oh, I owe you so a debt. There. No.
0: Like that debt thing. Like, I owe you my life. I owe you a debt.
1: Yeah, I, they're in bondage. Mm-hmm.
0: But, like, that. see, that's where, that's where you don't take things at face value because you want to read something that's, like, simple where you can understand the basic gist and then get more in depth to see what the actual translation, the literal translation is, so you can see exactly what it's talking about. And the reason why you do both is so that you can understand that it is discovered the delight of listening to God telling you what to do. And then also knowing that that means becoming willing slaves to God. So what do slaves mean? Well, you look it up, like we said before, is doilo, which to give myself wholly yeah. to one's needs of service. And that's to give. That means I choose to give. So it's just something to think about. Yeah, I totally suggest
1: too if you want to read through the Bible, like you want to get really in depth and everything, get a study bible. Oh yeah. Like get like an old school King James study bible that is going to have like the breakdown of the words and everything. Um like there's
2: mine one mine's I think it's a, and I I have one one's an NIV One's pigeon,
1: and I think I've got the message. I've got you know a few of them, but mm-hmm. uh, I think the one I get like the most out of though is probably that the study one, because you sit there and looking like oh yeah, right here when it's referring to this, it's referring back like when Jesus, you know, all the time he's talking, he mentions a lot, he refers to the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And I love when it's able to pull it up. and It's like, oh, what he's referring to is in Isaiah 42. When it talks about the Lord, you know, sits upon a throne and blah, blah, blah. And goes into that. Because I feel like it just, it, it helps. And then, you know, you have mm-hmm. the same thing like you're saying. with The different ways they present it and they show it. Um, and there's, you know, the Pigeon Bible, which is just, puts it so simply sometimes
0: if you uh and it's like oh yeah if you uh i see i recommend the amplified study bibles because it's Mm -hmm. still plain english but it brings in the context um i also shared a link in the podcast notes on our discord as well there's an Mm -hmm. esv it's called the single column journaling bible i think it's really cool because of the artwork that they do in it because it's an artist series um, oh wait! There's
1: art and pictures and stuff. I like that type of stuff.
0: <laughs> it's really, really cool. If you get the chance, i a visual like, learner. Yeah, if you get a chance on to tactile. look at it, the the thing is, what I they do is to. that they take the Bible and then they make it smaller inside the book, and then give you like this bridge on each side of the of the Bible for you to write notes on. So you can write so, notes for everything so you're like,
1: reading. You have the Bible notes on the Bible. Yeah. So, like, Bible on Bible?
0: Bible
2: on Bible. <laughs> it's My, really cool.
1: That is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say about the Word of God, though?
0: So, Bible on Bible. This is fantastic. So, uh, Matthew four four, Jesus replied, It is written, and forever remains written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the mouth of God. So, that's important and to know. Mm-hmm. What? And steak, yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And don't because if you are vegetarian and you're listening, remember Romans 14, those who don't eat meat are weaker.
0: And it says not to make fun of them either for it. Oh, and I did not.
1: I was just referencing the fact that they are weaker, and that is okay. (laughs) And also it means more steak for me.
0: Right, right. More steak, yeah. Um, so Hebrews 4, 12-13, what, what do you think of that one?
1: Hebrews 4, for the word of God is living and active, sharper mm-hmm. than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit of joints and of marrow. Ooh, that just, I'm sorry, that just sounds gnarly. Right? Sharper <laughs> than a two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and spirit. Soul and spirit already, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And the joints and of marrow. Hmm. Ooh. I don't know if you've ever, you ever been anything to do with like skinning an animal, ever seen it happen.
3: Hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah. Gnarly. Yes. Like, gnarly. That is like that's just gnarly. And discerning the thoughts intentions of the heart. Ooh. Hmm. I like that. That's a good verse. I'm gonna have to highlight that. That's a note now. Okay. And. No creation is hidden from his sight, mm-hmm. but all of those are exposed and naked to the eyes of him to whom he must give account. Mm-hmm. See right there, 13. That's verse 13. That reminds me of in the garden.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But all are naked and exposed, just like when Adam and Eve ate from that, original, that tree. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. was exposed. God saw all. He sees all, yeah. And he, to whom he must give an account. Like, it doesn't, you know, ooh, that's mm-hmm. just good. That's good. That's yep. good soup. <laughs> good soup.
0: Uh, Joshua 1, 1, 1.8, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance with all that is written in it. For then you, oh, you will go. make your ways purposes purpose prosperous, sorry. And then you'll be successful because that's really important. Mm -hmm. What about the next one? Second Timothy. Second
1: Timothy. 316.
0: All scripture. Yeah. Is God
1: breath breathed, breathed, (laughs) breathed, (laughs) breath, given by divine inspiration and is profitable for instruction of conviction of sin for correction or error of restoration to obedience, for training in righteousness, learning to live comfortably. Conformity. Conformity to God's will. Mm -hmm. I say comfortability. No, that's not right. (laughs) Right. I need to actually pull pull it closer to my face so I can read it. To God's will, both publicly and privately, behaving honorably with personal integrity and moral courage, so that all believers of God may be complete proficient, outfitted, and thoroughly equipped for every good
2: work.
3: hmm
2: You... Mm, be
1: equipped. All the yep. scripture is from him. Mm-hmm. He will give. We are, should be equipped in his word that is from him, that is given by him, and is clearly his. Yep. Don't waver. Don't listen. If it's not his word... If it doesn't say what he is saying, then it is false.
0: Don't use it as your foundation.
1: Yeah. As I said, the deconstruction people,
0: not, you know
1: are trying to just deconstruct the Bible and say otherwise, and say other words, are con- misconstruing the word of the Lord.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, it also, I don't know if we have it in the notes too, in mm-hmm. Revelation... One of the very last things it says, anybody who adds or takes from this and our alters the word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what verse it is,
0: it's the very last verse of the Bible,
1: yeah, it's the very last one. I don't know I, what it says, I'm trying to remember it.
0: Um, I mean, if you want me to jump in, I got you.
1: I, you know, yeah, you know, um,
2: very last verse it is. <clears throat>
1: I am coming to the... Verse 19. Is it 19?
0: 19, yeah. I know it very well.
1: We, oh, yeah. If anyone takes from the word, takes away from this word, the scroll of prophecy, God will take away from them that person and the share in the tree of life in the holy city which it describes in the scrolls. So basically, if you take away, you alter the word of God. Yep. And you take you do that, and then he will take away from you from the city of of heaven. So that doesn't sound like a thing I like to do.
0: No, I don't want to it, test it either. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> you know, I've also I've had discussions too, which is maybe another topic mm-hmm. about the books that were removed from the Bible during the Catholic after the reformation of the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Like the Book of Enoch and Thompson, that's another
0: discussion for another time. We'll um, talk about that another time for sure. Um, one one thing I wanted to bring up before, um, uh, well, I'll let me let me do the conclusion paragraph, <clears throat> and then just a sidebar right after that because I have an idea. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Uh, uh, deconstructionism is created out of postmodernism ideology, like we talked about, that there is no absolute truth. All truths are broken down to an individual level. This creates a self contradictory statement, claiming that the newly discovered truth is the absolute, and therefore there are no absolute truths. It will take culture, if we take culture into an account of the writers of the Bible, we can see over and over again they were stoned, tortured, beaten, killed, maimed, and more for preaching what they did. If this truly was something about cultural or um trying to get ahead at the time because they were teaching those things, they would not have continued preaching what they preached <laughs> if, considering they got so stoned, maimed, tortured, and so negatively uh, received from many different people. Yeah,
3: um,
1: and not the good stoned either. No. Beaten no, I'm with rocks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have I forget uh, what pastor makes that joke every it's time. He's stoned. like, and not the good stoned. It's like, oh... Oh my it's gosh. really cringy, but it's hilarious because
0: it's like, you know, I think a pastor's like, not the good stone. It's like, oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll bring him one verse, and then we, I got a sidebar yeah. for you. I want to hear what you think. James one twenty two, but prove yourselves doers of the word, actively and continually obeying God's precepts, and not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. Mm. Um, That right there, all of that, just kind of like blows the idea of deconstructionism out of the water because there is absolute truth and it's very well explained and you read the Bible as a whole, not individual. Um, These verses that we, we brought up today are in context for us to take Like it said in uh, Second Timothy three sixteen to, um, uh, for profitable for instruction and uh, conviction and correction, so that's kind of what we brought today. Um, I do have a sidebar though for you. I want to see what you think. So I was talking to this guy who studies Hebrew and he knows Hebrew very very well. And um, shabbat shalom right so (laughs) he was saying that what people don't understand is that in the bible when it talks about god and god's name where you see moses ask him Mm. like have the courage to ask god his name and noah only could write it down as y-h-w-h right and you mean moses right yeah moses and uh, oh sorry moses sorry moses asked him ask god what's your name And he said, and he was only able to write down Y-H-W-H, right? And over the years, we've, like over the centuries, we've come to to the conclusion that that is Yahweh and said and and pronounced Yahweh. But in the Bible, it says every man will confess that he is Lord and say his name. So Y-H-W-H, how would you pronounce that without vowels? Because it doesn't have vowels. And Moses only wrote it down the best he can.
2: Well y Yahwaha.
0: Here here's the answer. And he said it in, in Hebrew, this the sound, it's actually a sound. It's not actually a verbal word. It's a sound. Mm-hmm. And the sound that, that Yahweh that we say Yahweh makes is, is breathe Thank in. You, yes. Y- Y-H and breathe yeah.
3: out W-H. Wait, was this a TikTok?
0: I did see it on TikTok later because I asked him, did you see it from that? He's like, well, I did research oh. on it and it was real. But the guy that I was talking to was oh, telling yeah, yeah, me that yeah. that is accurate. Because <laughs> I, I, I was like, okay, so on TikTok, this see- guy was saying that and he was like, it's accurate. The breath of life and the breath of uh, what's explained how the sound of breath is Y H W H, and so when you go, but like with an open when mouth, it's like right
1: everybody listen, <gasps> listening to this right now is going like, <gasps>
0: <sighs> right? It, it's interesting yeah. because that right there, if God's name is the breath, and the breath of life is considered something very mm. uh, intrinsically valued in in the Bible, and that breath is something that's like that first breath out of the womb when Adam breathed life, etc., that is the name of God consistently happening over and over and over again. And not just people breathe, but everything breathes. So like <laughs> animals, uh, like, shoot, you can say mountains do technically when the wind blows through the caves, like everything. So when the Bible says everything is going to preach his name, the mountains and the earth and everything, it's like, if the, the sound of breath is that of God's name, then everything mm. would breathe God's name. And it's it. I don't know. That's it. That's an interesting sidebar. I think that's really kind of a cool like tidbit of information. That's like, I didn't think of that before. <laughs> yeah. No, I, didn't that
1: study really that. Is, I had seen it like you, uh, you sent it to me on TikTok, but like, yeah, yeah I, I, I had saw something like that and it's, it is interesting because there is so many different interpretations with Hebrew, the Greek, and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I look at, like, this words that you you see. Like, I mean, this like drunkenness, too, is another one I always think about. How drunkenness, you know, you think, oh, it's the alcohol, but it's all drunkenness in the Hebrew the Greek. In the Greek, well, Hebrew, it's the same thing as the Greek, but the Greek says... It's an altered state of mind or thinking. So it's any substance. You know, it's like, it's weird how how it all, but all the way it works. But it's like, but it's so, it's all true though. It's all, you know, 100% because it is the word of God. And it's always
0: overindulgence of something that leads to uh, inability to process.
1: Yeah. And not necessarily because there's people, you know, the people that, you know, also believe like, you know, like the construction also goes to people that uh, you know, they have the whole like, Well, how's the Bible even real? How do we know that it's true? It's not just altered and made up by these guys in the church and I mean that's where I believe faith comes in and those who don't have faith, I mean that's okay. Like the faith is definitely a spiritual gift to have the faith of the you know, have this faith that the Lord is provider and that He mm-hmm. is you know, he like he's done all these things, and that his will is being done with his word. And um, like with the removal of the books, you have to have faith that that's what God's plan is. God has the books that He has in there, and has given discernment to man to the people who were in leadership to take it out, or you know, or not. We don't know.
0: But you want to hear something that's interesting? Yeah, there's people out there that, that believes. On, on on Muhammad, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, Muhammad was real. And, yeah, you and believe was, that? Well, I mean, he was real. He was a right. real guy. He was a real guy. But it's a interesting real because piece of work too. <laughs> when we look at it, there's there's about sixty fragments of papers that comes out to like two thousand folios about mm-hmm. him, and that's it. When when you look at the accuracy of the Bible. There's 2,000 uh, from one writer. And then there's about, I would say, about 200 of different writers all translating as well. And then there was about 24,000 manuscripts on the New Testament and 6,000 of alone in Greek. Um, so when you come down to how many manuscripts there were about the Bible from different writers and from different time zones and from or from different time periods, over the last century or couple centuries there's over there's over 27,000 <laughs> manuscripts <laughs> and they all say the same thing it just came down to context of translation from the original greek and hebrew that was it but there's that many translations so when people look at muhammad oh yeah there's 2000 he was real. And you got people who are atheists and Bible deconstructionists like, who was like, oh, Muhammad was real. And, it, and he was. We know this by, by history. And then we had those same writers and same manuscripts and same people writing about Jesus and God and have 26, oh, sorry, 24,000 plus 6,000 plus 2,000 plus the hundred, a couple hundred. So about 28,000 plus manuscripts about the Bible, all being completely written by different people over different times and still being accurate across the board for all of them. And then people are like, how can we trust the Bible's real? That's how history is known. That's how we know history. That's how we understand history. And not only that, we know that a lot of the old testaments, we have Dead Sea Scrolls dating back from 200 BC to 68 AD, which is in between the time that Jesus was born, you know, at 0 AD, and we know that the Bible, New Testament stuff, like Old Testament stuff was written up until then. We have New Testament stuff that started being written around 117. Um, I mean, you got stuff that's like within a, one generation of understanding what was going on, what was happening, and uh, translations and rewrites and rescripts happening um, within one generation at the most. And with Muhammad, you had stuff that was like hundred years after, more more than a hundred years after he was even around, and people were like, "Oh yeah, we were going to write about him." It was like 168 years after the death of Muhammad, or something like that. And it's like,
1: yeah, we could talk about that's another You right. know, that's a whole other topic system. we can go
0: into. But I just wanted to bring that part into it. It was like when you said that, I was like, well, I just wanted to bring that in real quick. Yeah, kind it was of very very
1: haughty of you.
0: Very haughty.
1: <laughs> you know, honestly, that should be a t shirt idea. We, you know, what we should reach out to uh Seek, uh, Seek Jesus, see if they can make a hottie shirt for us.
0: Oh, I, I'm gonna open up a merch store for us that we can have our own merch store. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm gonna open wait, up our wait, own merch. With, with, Seek, with Seek Jesus. I was wanting to work with them. Um, they they just have their own stuff, it's just the Seek Jesus brand, and that's all their shirts <laughs> say i want to create our own store and um we can have yeah. our own merch and we can create it as we go and i'll be adding that to our website links and etc so be looking oh, yeah, for that
1: jesus is like the christian clothing brand right
0: yeah we actually are working with seek jesus as a uh as one of their ambassadors and if you seek um oh yeah you're
1: uh, there's a, a podcast gtp right
0: yeah, podcast GTP. Use that as your code, and you actually get um fifteen percent off right now, and until next week, then you only get ten. So yeah, if you, if you want some cool Jesus merch, that's a good place to start, and you get a you get a portion of it. And so um, yeah, yeah. Always
1: for- they're looking for ambassadors too, as well. So like, definitely reach out. They've got some really cool, really cool swag.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I agree. I agree. All right. Cool. Well, we're. We're getting yeah. to the end of the podcast, so you want to pray us out this time? Heck yeah, dude. You know me? All right, do it. Okay.
1: Dear Father, I just pray that that these words that we speak do not fall in deaf ears, Lord, but it'd be opportunity for growth for anybody who listens to it. And those who are just tuning in maybe for a little bit, just you know, for the full hour, if they just tune in here and there, just that they be reached, Lord. That your people would be reached, that they would not feel like they are alone, that there would be people that are all different walks in their life with you, that we would be able to reach them and open dialogue with them and have a discussion and to grow your kingdom and have an open di- a dialogue with people, Lord, maybe who don't know you. I thank you for the heart that you've given me and Jason to do this. I pray that you would keep blessing us, Lord. I pray for everyone that they have a great week. And until next time,
0: amen. Amen. All right, cool. Well, we'll see everybody on the next episode. Uh, we hope you're looking forward to it. And, yeah, we might launch one on Halloween for you guys. We might do something special. Yeah. Keep an eye out. Cool. You know, go to our Twitter. Click that like button. Click that follow button. Go to Spotify, yeah. iTunes, your favorite platform. Just click that follow button. Get those notifications on. We got you.
1: Yeah, follow us on podcast GTP.
0: Yeah, Awesome. Yeah, we'll, well see, see everybody, everybody the on the next
1: week. See you on the flippity flippity flop.